From Joburg, South Africa, this is The Lowdown with Noah Makolwa and KMG on Trans-Africa Radio. Indeed, a very happy Women's Month to all the ladies all across the continent and all across the globe. Your time right now, it's 10 minutes after 12 o'clock Central African time. You are listening to The Lowdown with myself, KMG, the inimitable queen of the airwaves. Welcome to the second hour of the show. Um, that triple play was new music coming through from Abir. That one is titled Yala. And then we had Yaki representing the land of Ghana with a new song uh, titled Forever. And the last one wrapping up that tr- triple back-to-back play was Heavy K, um, and it features Dombi and apparently Niniola. And there's a reason I played you um, that song. It's called Let Them Talk. The reason I played it is because I did mention earlier on in the show that I do have a very special guest uh, joining me as we celebrate Women's Month. Uh, We're celebrating her today um, because she's just been so great. So, yes, you guessed it. I am speaking to the one, the only uh, Niniola in just a moment. And if you'd like to... Send any messages of appreciation or anything that you'd like to say. The number to dial is plus two seven seven nine two five four four three two nine. Drop me your voice note or a message there or find us at TransAfrica872 on Twitter or also the lowdown under scroll 872 on Twitter. Now Nini Yola Apata aka Nini Yola is a singer, songwriter and performer who hails from Ikiti State. Um, she went on to attend Apata Memorial School after she went and bagged her Bachelor of Education from the University of Lagos. Nini Yola fell in love with music right after uh, from when she was a kid in high school. She had a short she had a sort of request show uh, during her free time where her friends would make requests and she would sing for her classmates. This was possible because of her large repertoire of songs and clear vocals. She was tagged the human radio. She later joined the school's cultural group and participated in social activities. Although she's immersed herself in music and enjoyed accolades from friends and family, she wanted the world to hear her voice and thus going for a couple of competitions, thereby harnessing her, her singing skills. Niniola was a third runner-up in the MTN Project Fame competition season six in 2013, where she performed with the likes of KC and also performed her personal uh, composition, Itura, which was produced by Cobb Ham's Asuku, a song that was loved by everyone who heard it. Niniola, with a vocal range that was a that, that can crack a glass, makes her influences from the likes of Dolly Parton, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, The Cranberries, Madonna, Beyonce, and Uruguay music, and uses them to shape her own style. In her words, I naturally gravitate to a sound that's filled with warmth and timelessness. Her first official single, Ibadi, was produced by SARS, is of a new genre which she created for herself and called it Afro House, a blend of Afrobeat and house music. The single went on to become a massive hit in Nigeria and around the continent. And it goes on and on and on and on because it speaks to the legendary that is this beautiful queen. I am chatting to the queen of Afro House. Good afternoon. Good morning, rather, Niniola. Good morning. How are you doing? I am great, thank you. How are you doing this this morning? I'm very fine, thank you. Niniola, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> it, it is so great to have you uh, with us. I know we couldn't made it the last time, but I'm so glad you were able to make up for it. Uh, same here, same here. How have you been holding up during this pandemic? 
um, when the lockdown was inevitable, um, everyone was sad. I was sad because a lot of gigs were cancelled. Mm-hmm. But when there's life, there's hope. Everybody had to stay healthy and safe. And it gave me time to finish up my album, yes. my second album. Mm-hmm. That will be dropping in, in September. I'm super excited. It's titled Colors and Sounds. We're excited for that, and I'm gonna ch- we're gonna chat. We're gonna get into it in, uh, a little bit later on. But I want to find out. I mean, how has music and your music been a coping mechanism for you during these times? Oh yes, I've been able to um, vibe to my music with um, fans as well. Um, get silly on social media, and um, because my music is filled with colors, sound, vibrancy, uh, it's really helped a lot of people get through. Um, lockdown because a lot of people on social media are dancing um, singing and all of that so my music is that type that speaks to the soul and before you know it before you even have a second to think about it you're moving your body and you're vibing mm. and I think that's living in itself that is so true you know when I was doing my research uh, for this interview I don't know why it never hit me but I didn't realize that you and Tenny are sisters Oh, she's my younger sister. <laughs> Did you guys come from a musical family? Not really. But my, my paternal grandma just used to sing in the lobby. She'll sit down in the lobby in the house and sing. And that was just it. <laughs> oh, that is that is amazing. I mean, you know, I, I think we need to say uh, kudos to you because when we read your story in your bio about how you went from competition to competition, um, but you mm-hmm. never gave up. Um I mean, what carried you through those times where you you know you're talented, you know you have something to give to the world, but the answer that you keep getting is no, no, no? I'll just say, first of all, the grace of God, determination, and hard work. Um, for my family, okay, I used to sing by the stairs in the house and disturb everyone. Mm. Um, a new song would come out, I'll score it quickly to sing and have my younger ones back me up. I had my backup singers. They had to, <laughs> to back me up by force. <laughs> but it was fun. I, I We used to play pretend. I had uh, a pretend school called Nini Nursery in primary school. So it was fun. And everyone in the house told me yeah, I was super talented. Also, also my schoolmates told me I was super, super talented. Mm. And that gave me the confidence to go out into the world and let the world hear what I had to offer. So the, the very first time I heard I wasn't good enough, it came to me as a shock. Yeah. Because I had never seen myself in that light. And I mm. wouldn't take that as, you know, uh, my description. And what I did was, um, I remember when, West African Idol to Nigeria and I went for the audition in Lagos. I was ready to blow the judges' minds away and I got just one yes Mm. from three judges and I was supposed to have at least two yeses. One of the judges was blown away by my voice. He said um, that um, they hadn't heard any vocals like mine um, prior to my audition, but the other judges said, they didn't quite um, feel it and they thought that I was passionate about music, but I didn't quite have what they were looking for. And this is what mm-hmm. I did. After getting the no, the following, um, I think the following month, I got on a plane and I went to Abuja. That's another state, the mm-hmm. capital um, of Nigeria. And I went to the audition. So when it was time for me to audition, they were like, 
stop cards, camera cards. <laughs> this is the girl from Lagos. I'm like, yes, I'm the girl from Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> they would... said, no way. We will let you audition. And mm. it, it, it broke my heart because I went all the way. I bought, I bought a plane ticket all the way to Abuja and all of that. And I cried. I was throwing, throwing tantrums. They called security on me. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, I said, wait, where does it say on your website that? one can audition in two venues. Mm. Prove it to me. And one of the judges backs me up on that. Yeah. And they gave me another chance, luckily, and said the only condition would be that I'll be the last person to audition. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's no that's problem. That's okay. <laughs> and, but I scaled through that level to get to the next level. They dropped me and I got frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I think music is not for me anymore. And someone advised me to join the live band. Mm-hmm. And then I joined the live band. So I was performing every other night, every other day. Um, I was doing weddings and I learned how to perform to a live audience firsthand. Mm-hmm. I learned how to perform dance music because prior to that, I was doing only ballads. Mm-hmm. So uh, it really helped to harness my skill. And I myself, I want to be so good that no one's... No one's going to be able to tell me you're not <laughs> enough. Yeah. And fast forward to 2013, X Factor came to Nigeria for the mm. first time. And my younger brother came and was like, oh, it's in the newspaper. Um, um, I think it was 30 million naira, so up for grabs. Yes. And he was like, go and get this money for me. And when I got on stage and I did my thing, I had a standing ovation from the judges. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, in my mind, I'm like, yes, yes. And I got, I scaled through that level. I got dropped again. Mm. And I told myself, maybe music is not for me. And Project Fame was the following month. And I said it was going to be the last, the very last um, audition I'd go for. And from the very first um, stage of the audition, um, when they met me, they were like, oh, you're what we've been looking for in this competition. And I couldn't believe my ears. Like, me, after all these years. <laughs> and I came. It was a big deal for me because I wanted that platform. Um, it wasn't so much about, you know, being first. Of course, I wanted to be first. But mm. being a finalist on the show was a big deal because I've been working hard for this, you know, all, 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 all my life. Basically, and then I came fourth runner-up. I got mm-hmm. my prize money of two million naira, and I used that money to start my musical career. Wow! I mean, fast forward a couple of years later, you then release your uh, debut album, which was titled "This Is Me." Um, how have you evolved since then? Since that first album? Okay, so um, I started with the song "Ibadidas," my debut single, produced by Sars. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite know what sound it was. I just told him I wanted to sing and dance. Mm. And then he gave me the beat. I loved it. It dropped. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you became a hit. The second single was so okay. It became everyone was like, oh, Afro House, Queen of Afro House. I'm like, oh, I like that name. you mm-hmm. know. And I adapted, <laughs> I adapted the name. And um, even though Afro House is my root genre of music, I still towards other genre of music like R&B and the rest. So I've been doing R&B tracks as well, inspirational tracks, country music and all of that. And... Um, Right from my first track, I've been confident. Um, people are like, who is this girl talking about women, um, talking about women's bodies, about issues, about sexuality, and she's not, you know, caring. She's just saying it the way it is. Mm. And um, over the years, I've just grown to be very confident and um, to just love myself the way I am and continue to enjoy my music that way people can enjoy the music. And 
I have always told myself, I will never lose myself. I'm here for the music and mm. nothing more, just to make people love themselves and know that at the end of the day, um, this music is not just for me to be known, but also to use this platform to help people, to educate people and to give joy to people. Well, we can definitely tell in your music that um, you have stuck true to yourself from the very beginning. Your time right now, it's exactly um, 22 minutes after 12 o'clock Central African time. And we're chatting to um, Nini Yola, the queen of Afro House. Nini, I'm about to play a song that was very big, one of the biggest tracks you've done. And it went super viral um, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that it, it didn't get the same traction as it did in, in, in Nigeria, but this was a oh, big it one. Did. <laughs> it, did, it did, it did, but South Africa stole the show. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm about to play it as we go back memory lane. I'm going to play you this one. Um, If you know anything about music, this is titled Maradona, back in 2017. Trans-Africa Radio, made in Africa. This is Trans-Africa Radio. You can never play the song um, and want to sit down. It's one of those songs that makes you want to get up and dance. Nini, when you did the song, did you know it would be this big? Okay, so when I did the song in the studio, um, my producer, my team and I, we were excited because like, yes, my money! You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we just basically just love the song. We're like, oh, this song is a jam. Mm. But we did not have an idea. We didn't have an inkling of a monster of, this, of a jam that we just created. Um, I didn't know that I created... Um, a phoenix of a song that you know it's done in this region you think it's done and then it's moving to another region and there's a rebirth Mm. you know and um, I'm super grateful for everyone who has you know pushed the song in every way from my producer to my team first of all God the media all around the world the fans a big thank you to everyone big thank you to nigeria a big thank you to south africa like second second home to me because um from my first single when i dropped the body um people are like oh my goodness you should go to south africa you know they'll love Mm. your music and i'm like i don't know anybody there (laughs) (laughs) but um when uh maradona how maradona got to south africa till today I do not know and I do not care. <laughs> but you're here now. <laughs> yeah. You're a big you know, deal um, now here. Maradona brought me to, um, took me to South Africa. I remember when um, I was at immigration and they were clearing me, you know, the immigration officers weren't even smiling. They were, you know, they had a straight face and mm-hmm. they were just checking. After clearing me, they're like, you need a lot, we love you. I'm like, what? <laughs> I feel like you didn't know me. <laughs> and it took pictures. It was all love. Even when I went to the mall, people were, you know, asking me, how's Jerry in the video? Mm-hmm. And it was just all love. And from there, DJ Snake did the remix of the song. Um, so we did the remix together. We called it the Maradona Rhythm. And that mm-hmm. took me to another region, took me to Europe, America. Um, that was when I got my first um, one million monthly listeners on Spotify. Oh, wow. You know, because... 
it's never happened to me before. It happened to me. And then also, um, before I knew it, I started getting cosigns from people, from Eve, from Drake to Timberland and so many people up to the work that um, that I've done with Beyonce now. And so the, the, the song is really open doors for me and opened, um, giving me uh, a lot more audience and a lot of people are following and listening to my music more than ever before. That's absolutely amazing. Um, if you just tune in, it's 29 minutes after 12 o'clock Central African time. You are listening to The Lowdown with myself, KMG, the inimitable queen on the airwaves. And I am chatting to um, a very special lady. That is Nini Yola, the queen of Afro House. She's won many awards, such as the likes of Music Entertainment Awards 2015, Afrimo Awards for Best African Collaboration. Um, she's won Nigerian Teens Choice Award in 2017 for Choice Female Vocalist, uh, the Glazia uh, Persons of the Year Awards for Person of the Year, the Maya Awards in 2018 for Youth Artist of the Year, and the list goes on and on. Now, you did mention earlier on that you're working on your So For More album that is uh, Colors yeah. and Sounds. How's that going? Mm -hmm. Okay, before I go there, I was also nominated at the Summers, you know. <laughs> yes, how can we forget that? I, I yeah. apologize for that. I humbly and apologize I got, for and that. I got yeah, and I got my first Grammy nomination um, and got my certificate. And so I'm super excited. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, I think you've taken, you, you've you've started somewhere and you keep getting bigger and bigger. I was reading somewhere that when you first, um, just to backtrack a bit, um, when you first okay. asked SARS to produce your song, you said to him, I want a hit. Oh, yeah, that's what I told him. <laughs> when I got my prize money of two million naira, it had to be worth it. You yeah, know? yeah. Because uh, I, I sat down, I'm like, okay, do you really want to make music your lifelong career? And I said, yes. So, so when I went to him, I said, you know what? You have to give me a hit. And he laughed at me like, you don't even have any yeah. song, nothing out yet. And you're I said, yes, it has to be worth it. I'm not here to play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it happened. I don't know if it's premonition, but um, I think you you knew what you wanted and that's what you've always stuck to. Mm -hmm. And I think everything you've ever touched since that day is a hit after hit after hit. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. Congratulations Thank to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I want to use this opportunity to also, also shout out to my South African sister, Busiswa. Woohoo! That yeah. is amazing. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Going back to your Sofa More album, that is Colors and Sounds. How's that going? Oh, it's going so well. Um, the lockdown, like I said earlier, gave me the opportunity to wrap up my album. And I cannot wait for everyone to listen to that album because I made the album for you. I'm tired of listening to it by all <laughs> I can't wait for everyone to listen to it. But by God's grace, it'll be dropping next um, month and I just dropped the single titled mm -hmm. Addicted that is also off the album Are you willing to let us know on any sneak preview features that you have on that album? Okay so let me just say I've been working with um, Timberland Oh hectic You know so expect yes and that's the only thing I'm going to give out so you have to stay oh. close <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Okay. Okay. We really, really cannot wait. And I hope that once it does come out, uh, you'll come back here on Trans Africa and talk us through it and, you know, what it's been like Definitely. to put this piece of work. Definitely. 
Definitely, most definitely. Well, Nini, the reason we have you uh, on the line this afternoon is not just to sing your praises, but actually it is to sing your praises and a lot more. Uh, we have a segment here on The Lowdown called Melanin Magic. And what this is is a rose-giving ceremony where we celebrate um, people who are always breaking the barriers, who are always pushing the walls and pushing the barriers to, you know, mm-hmm. take up their space. Um, this is a little snippet yeah. of, of what this segment is about. Okay. Some people have a knack for doing the most as effortlessly. This is a rose-giving ceremony. And we love to give roses. Time for Melanin Melanin Magic. So this afternoon, uh, Nini, we just want to... uh, say that uh, we honor you, we see what you're doing, um, the station of the God loves you, and you are dearly loved and cherished, not only in South Africa, but throughout the continent and across the world. Thank you so much. Keep flying the flag high, keep being the queen that you are. I want to play out with, with one of your latest uh, songs. Um, and my question to you is, what are you addicted to, Nini? Oh, I'm addicted to love. I'm addicted to life. I'm addicted to food. I love food. <laughs> yeah. I'm addicted to good people and I'm I'm also addicted to God. I'm addicted to good music. Um, when I heard the beat, of course, produced by Saz, and I loved it. And the first emotion that came to mind was, was that of my um, my relationship with my late father, God bless his soul. Mm. Um, he was a philanthropist and an educationist. And I was just thinking about how he was killed, how he was assassinated right in front of the family. And I stopped myself. I said, no, I don't want to sing just about that. Let me make it more relatable. So mm. I made it about, you know, definitely love. So if you've lost something or someone and you still have a place in your heart for that thing or that person, then this song is for you. And if you're addicted to something, you know, food, clothes, jewelry, life, spirituality, then this song is for you. And um, also it's an ode to South Africa as well for loving me and for taking me and accepting me. And um, also um, because of my father, I have a foundation called, adopt a child's education and about four or five years ago i went back to where i grew up that's irakari estate isolo lagos state nigeria mm-hmm. and i went to about six or seven government primary schools and asked for their top students and they sat for an exam i picked a top two and i give them uh, a high school six-year high school scholarship that includes tuition school books and uniforms and i'm happy to say that they're in the fifth year now mm-hmm. and um, they'll be done with their secondary school education next year. And by God's grace, I will not abandon them. I'll make sure that I see them through the tertiary education. Also, I give out um, school materials um, to children, help to renovate schools, give out sporting equipment. And now that um, because of the lockdown, children are been, have been learning at home. I give out devices to help with, their e-learning and I just want to do more and what I just believe in is that little drops of water makes a mighty ocean so the little I can do will go a long way 
Oh, that is amazing. Love and light to you and continue what you're doing. I think that is really amazing and incredible. Thank you um, so much. Before I let you go, Nini, um, okay. at Trans Africa Radio, we play 100% uh, African music. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much. Because you know what? Like someone told me when I went for the competition, um, Mrs. Jocket Silver, a veteran actress in in Nigeria, in Africa. And she, she said, um, and I took that with me. She said, um, being African is something to be proud of mm. and that your Africanism will always open a, a way for you. And that's why I sing in my language, Yoruba, and also uh, mixing a bit of English. So mm. thank you for helping to promote um, the African culture and let everyone know that being African is cool. Everybody wants to be African sure. and I'm glad that I am African. Well, as they say in Nigeria, and I hope I got this right, Oche. Sorry? Oche. What's Oche? Thank you. Not? Oh, Oche. Oche. (laughs) (laughs) Oche, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Nini. Great chatting to you. And we can't wait to have that album uh, next month titled Colors and Sound. Here's a song that dropped uh, not so long ago. It's titled Addicted from Niniola, the queen of Afro House. Trans-Africa Radio. Main in Africa. Trans.